Oh, first things first, mate. Uh, happy fucking Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. That's and it's you. another podcast day. Another podcast day, and it's another fucking Tuesday. And then since it's a fucking Tuesday, we're gonna we're gonna get started. Started as we should. First off, glad to have Fred here. Fred, it's Tuesday. It's fucking Tuesday, mate. That's right. It's freaky. He's Fred. He's here. He's Dreamweaver. Who else we got? Well, Cool Whip Cody's here. I'm gonna go ahead and stop the 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 English accent because I will fuck it up initially, eventually. So, but Cool Whip's here on the mic. It's just it feels like the old days here on the Suds and Buds. Because we just got the, the the original trio. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's me. It's me. It's your boy. It's, it's TT here on the mic. Uh, and yeah, over here's me, Cody, Fred. Uh, yeah, Morgan's here in the back. Uh, as the thing looking looking pretty. But uh, sorry, I'm distracted. And it, it's a distraction for me. It's uh rather fitting, I think, that we take it back to an old school vibe here on the podcast oh, day yeah. because what. What is the core of this podcast? What brought us together initially? What was our favorite thing to talk about in the whole entire world? Herpes. <laughs> NFL <laughs> football, baby. I'm just going to walk hey, right past that. Football is back, football baby. Is back. Go Giants. Oh, man. Boo. Where's the boo? I didn't put a boo button in. God damn it. <laughs> Honestly, I'll just put a trash button for the Giants. So, I mean, fuck. Well, we got some stories this year. Mainly, I mean. Ooh-wee. That's what, that's how I was just started. Ooh-wee. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Ah, uh, I can't wait. Uh, so, preseason's been going on so far. Uh, you know, preseason, it's, it's like, what, I think the third week now or second I, week? I don't know. I don't watch preseason. I don't, I don't really watch it either, to be honest. Um, but uh, preseason, it's fun. It's fun to watch it, though. Um, for you fantasy players, it's fun. Just people who just missed football. I like. I mean, I, I did just miss watching the game play yeah. out. So it's been nice watching uh, some of the Eagles backup players go out there and do it. Mariota kind of looks stank, though, dude. I'm not going to lie. Uh, which, yeah. may, which hurts my heart because I'm excited to have Mariota as a backup. But we might have to throw in the white boy to back him up, the Mike McKee. Cause, I like that um, name. That's a good name. Mike, McKee is a good name. McKee is a good one. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Mariota was in. So, uh We'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But uh, like you said, it's just it's just fucking preseason right now. But yeah, it's, it's preseason. Good. The only thing that matters is, from what I've caught so far, is the Ravens finally lost a preseason game for the first so the time. The fucking in, Commanders, like, wasn't it? Yeah, but I mean, Gross. like you could have lost to anybody. It's preseason, but holy yeah. shit! Shouts out to them for having such a. Yeah, what was it, like 24 games? It was 40? something crazy like that, it yeah. Was, it was a long, it was, it was. Years of play, for sure. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a crazy record, the little preseason streak, the little preseason kings over there. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess uh, I guess we're gonna see what Zay Flowers does when the regular season hits. That's what I'm trying to see. Well, I mean, the biggest story probably, I guess, we got to talk about and Hard Knocks, the New York Jets. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. A Rod. Hey, honestly, I, I really enjoy Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I think I, he's made me laugh watching the show. He's a cool guy. I mean, listen, yeah, he's a cool guy. I, I think he is. Yeah. He, he complains a lot at times. Definitely. But- but when you get him, and I think probably the camera, you know, he, he's playing up to the camera a little bit. Maybe. But they all are, of Maybe. course. But everybody, a, yeah. everybody that plays for him swears by Aaron Rodgers. So they we'll, do. we'll see. But I mean, he's an, entering a tough division, man. The Bills, mm. Tua, and the Dolphins are going to keep They got the Bills better. week one, too, don't they? Don't uh, they? I'm pretty sure uh, they start off with the Bills. I haven't even looked up the week one schedule. Oh, I man. I guess we should do that. Huh? One of us do that, and I'm going to keep talking about some bullshit I'll here. Get that schedule. The up, Denver man. fucking Broncos. <sighs> I don't know. I'm I'm conflicted this year. Uh, what else is new? And and it's just uh, we, we we've probably talked about it before, but I'm excited because Sean Payton is in. Uh, it gives the Broncos a chance to be very successful this year or going into the future. If they're successful this year, that means I'm going to have to like Russell Wilson. 
Ooh. I don't want to like Russell Wilson. That's the thing. Who does? I don't know, but if he starts winning us games, wh- what am I going to do? Get a Sean Payton jersey. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> Go get a Sean Payton jersey. All right, jersey. I guess we can work around it. But you got to, you know, I'm going to have to say good things about him at least or or give him some kind of kudos and that just Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. And on the flip yeah. side, it could be an absolute dumpster fire again, which would be sad cuz then I'd have to watch my team be terrible. But then also, maybe we'd get rid of Russell Wilson. So the yeah. It's funny that the one bright side is on the bad side. <laughs> so that's beautiful. Yeah, but that's that's where I'm at with the Broncos, and and, and we'll just see what they do this year. By the way, uh, we were correct. Um, Jets and Bills is the Monday night game. They're the first Monday nighter for the season. Wow. So yeah, they'll be the last game of Week One. That is a great fucking game, man. Yeah, that's gonna be a good Monday night to start off. We've seen what Aaron Rodgers does on prime time, baby, against the Bills, who are supposed to be. Hungry as fuck this year. Uh, it's a really good week one, honestly. Uh, Fred, you little bitch-ass Giants, take on the bitch-ass Cowboys. No comment on that. Well, you're going to win, first of all. Let's just get that out there. I don't like a root for the Giants, but week one I am because fuck the Cowboys, in case anybody was unclear on how I felt about that. Um, we got the Patriots week one. That'll be an easy little smack Bill Belichick's ass. Uh, Old-ass bastard. We'll see. Rams Seahawks will be a fun one week one. We'll see. Rams Seahawks should be a good one. Packers Bears is I I know that's uh, it's going to be interesting because Jordan Love shout outs to Bakersfield boy. He's yeah. going to get to start and show what he's got. So we'll get to see Jordan Love and then we'll get to see uh, why is that quarterback slipping my name right now? The Bears quarterback Justin it is Fields. Justin Fields. Justin, we'll get to see who, who, how whoever, whoever one swears is going to come out like a god this year. Yeah, we'll see what he <laughs> we'll does. see what he does. Um, you guys got the Raiders yeah. week one. I, we need I, I, Wyatt loves to bring this up, and I'm sure Wyatt's going to listen to this is coming out. And I just want you to know the streak is ending this year. Fuck the Raiders. We have the Broncos have not beaten the Raiders since they have become the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, they're the, they're the Broncos the, have never beaten the Las Vegas Raiders. They're the Las Vegas Pony Riders. It's, be riding, you know. it's sad, but I have hope. Week one, we'll get it done. If not week one, get us some warm-up games in between then, and when we come back and play them again, it'll be pure domination. Mm. We'll see. We're going to see. It's, I'm excited, man. I can't fucking wait. Um, season. The first game is Thursday, uh, September 7th. That's when the season's starting. So uh, if you haven't yet, Chiefs-Lions sure. shouts out that game. Oh, yeah, Chiefs-Lions will, will be a really good one. Um, but uh, if you haven't yet, get your fantasy draft dates set, and uh, let's get ready for fantasy as well for all my avid football watchers out there who like to – Put some money on the line, or at least just put some fucking bragging rights on the line, and and see what's up. I'm excited for fantasy this year. I haven't I haven't won in fantasy in like in like four years, dude. It's embarrassing. I, I, I'm on, I'm on a really long losing streak. Yeah, it's I I like I'm doing just one fantasy league this year, mm. and the the loser of of the fantasy is the running tradition now. I guess two years going, but beer mile, the beer mile. Yeah. I, I absolutely cannot do the beer mile. So don't want to do it. Yeah, so I it's like uh, to me, it's just don't get fucking last place, man. Right. I can give a fuck, and it's sad that I'm just paying fifty dollars to try to not run a beer mile. Mm. If you break it down and take the football aspect out of it, yeah. but but it's gonna be fun. And it's always fun. Who I mean, it's always fun. I mean, Love let's, fantasy. Let's see, you got any tips, any pointers for the folks out there? You got anything you you would suggest going into this fantasy season? Honestly, man, I'm a pretty basic fantasy player, dude. You just got to follow your hunches. Uh, if you watch the game, you got to follow your hunches. Um, don't second guess yourself too much. Don't beat yourself up over a bad mistake. Everyone fucks up and leaves someone on the bench who puts up like 30 points every now and then. It's gonna happen. Don't. You know? Don't yeah. Don't, uh, my one suggestion: don't have two quarterbacks that could both possibly put up a lot of points. Have a starting quarterback that's really yeah. good. 
have somebody on the bench that you know is going to put up like 25. Yeah. You're not going to be disappointed that he's on the bench, but also if you need him to come in and play, he's going to get you the points to maybe give you a win. It's oh, like yeah. much like in the NFL. You don't want to have a backup quarterback in the NFL that puts pressure on your starter and makes him uncomfortable. Exactly. You know what I mean? I've, don't I've, put yourself in an uncomfortable situation. Right, and I've always been an avid believer um, that you only need one quarterback on your fantasy team, um, and I've even seen people's – totally stream their quarterbacks each week. Mm -hmm. They won't even draft a quarterback in the draft, and they'll just go week by week, whatever ones are wrong. Because there's always going to be quarterbacks available unless you're playing a fucking, like, 30-person league. (laughs) You know So there's always going to be quarterbacks available that that you can run to get you enough points to win every week. Um, So, I mean, that's a method you can try. I don't personally do that. I always try to draft, like you said, I go with one solid quarterback. That's going to be my guy every week. And God forbid he get hurt, and then whenever times come for his buy, I could I can stream a backup. Like I said, there's always somebody available. Mm-hmm. My suggestion, my one last suggestion this year: two teams you should draft from, same as last year. One of them for me, the Philadelphia Eagles. It's mm. going to be a team that offense is going to be stupid. They're going to put up points. Oh yeah, there's options all over the board for wherever you want to go. There, they're gonna. That's going to be a big buy-in. And the surprise team this year that I think you guys should buy in on. The Jacksonville Jaguars. 100%. Trevor Lawrence. I was going to say the the Jags players are going to be up there. Yeah. I would still say Detroit Lions players are going to be a good bet. I think they're going to eat. I I can't say the Falcons just because my only – and it's not even a sleeper because everyone knows Bijan's going to eat. I can't say – I don't know what if I can say the same for the rest of the offense just because I don't know exactly how that's going to shake out. Let's talk about that division really quick. Mm. <laughs> Who's going to win that between the fucking that, Saints, the Panthers, the Buccaneers? Uh, yeah, it's, it's just. That's it's honestly so going to be uh, an insane. I, I, don't even, I think both. Uh, who is it? Baker and who, the other guy in, in, in Kyle Tampa Trask. Bay? Trask. I think they're both listed as starters. Right no, now. they they declared Baker the starter. Oh, is it they, Baker? They okay, Baker okay. Yeah, last I had seen, they had like both of them as starter because they don't know who the fuck. They're like, yeah, do we go with trash? Or do we go with garbage? Yeah, that division. That like, don't be surprised if there's a fucking eight and nine, seven and team, ten team that comes out of that division into the absolutely, playoffs. absolutely. As they're going to be fucking four seed. No, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be that 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 fourth one that's just a dog shit team. It's like, wow, you got it off the division. But it might be interesting to watch. It, it's going to be competitive just because all of them are. Eh. Mm-hmm. You know, all of them are very eh teams, you know. See what happens. Well, yeah, we're going to see how it shakes out. It's going to be, I have a feeling it's going to be a very, very fun season, very interesting season. Uh, so I'm excited. Absolutely. Speaking Fred, of interesting, oh, what's so up? You got to ask Fred a question. Oh, no, I was going to say that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in a league with Fred and, uh, you know, me, me, and Fred's, uh, me and Fred's trades are usually interesting. So I was going to say my, my last little bit of advice out there would be, uh, you know, don't, don't, don't. Don't get trade raped. <laughs> I guess is basically what it'll break down to. Just to be, just to be blunt. <laughs> also, don't be trade scared. You gotta stop. This yeah. man, Fred, will tr- be willing to trade his whole team day one after he drafts him. Fred is a madman. So don't. Fred be is loyal to no one on his team. <laughs> don't be afraid to trade Nobody. anybody. Uh, but yeah, let's. Speaking of exciting, as we was talking about earlier, with when it comes to football, UFC two ninety two. Now, I know a lot of people had to watch this because everybody wants sugar to suck show. the cock. Suck the cock of <laughs> fucking Sugar Show Sean O'Malley. Is it sweet? Get it? Yeah. Yeah, whatever, whatever. No, okay. Shouts out the shouts out to Sean O'Malley. He did the work against Aljamain Sterling. Gave him a nasty pop to drop him. Mm-hmm. And uh, the UFC, this is the first time ever the UFC immediately after the finish posted it to Instagram. Damn. They posted the knockout directly onto social media. Damn. It's crazy. For everyone and to see. Wow. For everyone to see. And it's partially because 
uh, O'Malley is such a social media success and a big hit. Oh, and yeah, trying to draw on a bigger crowd. Um, overall, this is good for the UFC. Sean O'Malley is a huge draw. He's a superstar in the sport. He had a knockout finish. Youngest I mean, champion, isn't he? Because he's what twenty or is he? He's don't I? Yeah, this this fucking stat. Come on, they've misguided this. He's probably the youngest active champion. The youngest UFC champion in history um, and will probably never be broken is John fucking Jones. That's he got what the I title at twenty four years. That's old. That's what I thought. That's yeah. why I was confused when I seen the stat. I was like, yeah. I was like, what? I wonder if there's. I was like, yeah, what, what the hell is the, the I, subtext? I've saw a couple of people ask me that. Don't buy into that. John Jones is always going to be the there youngest you UFC champion, twenty four years old. There you go. But no, Sean O'Malley is. It's a, it's a great thing for the UFC. It's a great thing for the uh, bantamweight division because the bantamweight division now Aljo was kind of holding it up because mm. Rob wasn't going to fight him, and, and there was just a lot of things holding that division up. So now Aljo possibly goes up. Aljo, for sure, I don't think it's a rematch right away. Mm, I doubt it. And I think that's not good for Sean O'Malley. If I'm going to be completely honest, who who do you think they send to There's next? Three options for him to fight next. Don't that, say Volk. No, no, no. He's not going to fight Volk. That would, that would one, that would be the stupidest decision he would ever fucking make to walk up and try molested. To, yeah, he needs to stay in his division for a little bit because there's killers in his division that are going to be a problem. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll work up the list, the least probable to the most probable fights coming up, and probably at the end of the year for Sean O'Malley. The least probable, and, and is definitely not going to happen because of his injury, but is somebody that's on the list for the near future, is Corey Sanhagen. Mm. Yeah, now everybody knows Corey. Or, I mean, you guys might not, but anybody who watches UFC knows Corey Sanhagen. That guy is a dangerous motherfucker. He's experienced. He's fought everybody at the top of the, that division. I know, yeah. He is a stone-cold killer. I'm, if only we had Paul here. I know Paul would. Yeah, Paul, Paul, Paul would be joining in on me with this. This little, little pecker all hard. <laughs> the second option, which is I think is probably not going to happen next, and mainly because... I bet you O'Malley does not want to face this guy, and that is Marab Duvalashvili, mm-hmm. the number one prospect in the featherweight yeah. division. That dude, or the bantamweight division, that dude is—you don't want to fuck with him. Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, the only reason he wasn't the champion is because he refused to fight Aljamain Sterling. They, Aljamain Sterling and Marab are training partners, best friends, and Marab refused to fight him. Wow. And he was going to wait for Aljo to go up into the weight division before he tried to take the title. Uh, yeah. I just showed Ben this. In, in Marab's last fight, and it was against Pewter Jan, he had, Pewter. one, he had broken his arm. He broke his right hand prior to the fight. And then, two, he beat the fuck out of Pewter Jan, and he shot 48 takedown attempts in yeah, one dang. fight. <laughs> this dude is a murderer. <laughs> so yeah, that's something that's not going to happen. But if Sugar Show keeps winning, he's going to have to cross that I'll bridge say eventually, eventually. Yeah, and yeah, he—that's something he's not going to want to cross. And the most obvious answer, and probably what's going to happen this this December, is Marlon Chito Vera. Marlon Chito Vera fought earlier in the card. He was the first fight of the night. Mm. Marlon Chito Vera and Sean O'Malley have fought before in the UFC, and it's shot. It's Sugar Show's only loss in the UFC was to Marlon Chito Vera. Oh my! Oh, so there's gonna be a lot. Of, yeah, yeah, that's gonna. That's and, and there's one. there's some. So Marlon Chito Vera knocked him out via TKO, but and and to Sean's defense and what he's going to defend on is Chito Vera, which it's a fight and that's how you do things. Chito Vera compromised O'Malley's left leg like within the first minute of the fight. Oof. He compromised that league leg and O'Malley could not step on it. Uh, and you, then Chito yeah. Vera just tore him up after that. But Chito Vera is a deadly fighter. He's not like Sterling. He's very patient. He's mm. very he's he's a very strike-friendly fighter. He's a lot like O'Malley in that sense. Yeah. That would be a banger of a fight and it's going to be a banger of the fight. So yeah. that's what I expect for O'Malley next. Is Marlon Chito Vera. There's a storyline there. The guy just come off a win on the same card. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. And they can market the fuck out of that too. So that'll oh, get everyone in there to watch absolutely. that. Absolutely. 
Yes. Uh, they already got it just because of Sugar Sean. But yeah, you make a good story out of it as well. Shh, that's easy money right there. And uh, I won't go. I'm, I'm not. I'm not Paul. I'm not. I'm not okay. a relative it, UFC expert, so yeah. I'm not gonna go diving too deep into this card. But we'll go into a couple. The true UFC champion on this card, the one that deserves all the fucking credit and showed just how fucking dominant she is as a fighter. It wasn't even. A, it wasn't even a fight. Zong or Zhang Wei Li beat the shit out of Amanda Lemos. <laughs> it was. It wasn't even. It wasn't. Was even a, it, wasn't even, it wasn't even a fight. <laughs> it was five rounds of just. Oh my god! What is this woman doing? <laughs> whooped. Her? Whooped her, at, baby. You would have thought that she grabbed her man's dick. Like she whooped her ass. Yeah, it was. It was bad. Um, so yeah, that was Zhang Wei Li is a problem, and she might be a holding problem. Might be holding that belt. She might be the next uh, Amanda Nunes in terms of just holding that belt and was, not being able to be beat. I was gonna say it's gonna we got it's gonna be some time to be saying someone who's got just got the gusto to come out there and and, and, so, and and hang with her. Yeah, well, that's that was a fun one. I mean, just entertaining from start to finish, even though it wasn't really competitive. Just to watch a fighter be <laughs> so dominant against somebody who was a legit contender. I mean. Amanda Lamos was no joke. She wasn't some, uh, you know, scrub of a fighter. So, um, yeah, shouts out to, to Zhang Wei Li. Um, and also shouts out to her too because I, I commend anybody that can go out there and take an ass up like that. As a fighter, you all, they're always prepared for it. You know what I mean? And uh, I mean, she, she took it with pride. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and shouts out to fucking Paul because, yeah, this is the last thing I want to say about the UFC. Paul walked into my room Saturday morning, the morning of the fight, and he said, all right, what are we doing bet-wise? You got a bet placed? And I was like, I don't. But I looked at one, and I was like, you know what? I was like, what I think what I would want to do based on the parlay, because I like to parlay in UFC. Parlay? Yeah, and, and fights. I said, I would do um, Zhang Wei Li. I would do che- Marlon Cheeto Vera, and I would do Sean O'Malley. Those are my three in a parlay. All three of those guys won. The parlay would have fucking hit. Why didn't you? Paul told me, he said, I don't know about O'Malley, man. That's that's a tough fight. That's how you, you knew you, you should have took You know it. what he told me? He said, if I were going to go, I would I would put Damon Blackshear in that. Damon Blackshear lost on the main card. He uh, um, So just moral of the story, I'm never listening to Paul's advice ever again because that would have li- been too straight for me in the UFC bet department. You, you listen to it? <laughs> excuse you, excuse you. It's really good audio we're getting of this. <laughs> yeah, everyone, I want everyone to know the allergies are real. They affect 10,000 Americans every year. 10,000? That's not a high number. Shut up. Anyway. <laughs> not at all. In my county. In my county. Okay. 10,000 Americans. And I still don't think that's not a high. <laughs> in, this, in this neighborhood, motherfucker. That's a, now you're scared. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. Anyway, uh, God, I forgot what I was going to say. It was about Paul the betting and... Probably just you never do, listen. You do listen to Paul, but you just do the opposite of what he said. You're, you're that's right. How your, that's how your bets go right every time. When you ask us about you say, I think I'm going to do this. He goes, eh, take it. You're, if he's like, oh, you're on the money. <laughs> nope, go back. Do the complete opposite of whatever you had. Fair enough. I learned my lesson. I apologize for everyone to hear me sneeze to death. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, I'm but sick yeah. man. I mean, that's all I got on the UFC card. Uh, if you were into the Ultimate Fighter, the, the prelim showed the finale of the Ultimate Fighter, both the finalists of Kurt Hollibaugh. And fucking Brad Katona. Nice. Not a fan of that guy. Both those guys got UFC contracts. Damn. Shouts out to them. So, um, but yeah, that was UFC 292. Ooh, hey, they earned it, man. They earned them contracts. They earned it. Look forward to the next next big one is, I believe, Adesanya Strickland. Mm. So, fun stuff. That's going to be a good one, too. I love Down watching it. Hey. Down and under I- in Australia. And now after we get done talking about uh, motherfuckers running fades in the octagon... Oh, baby, it's time. 
to bring it back. Another Faded Five. Oh, this is a fun one. This I'm so excited. Cody came up with a hard top five list for us to do this week. Uh, we found out about it today. So um, I'll just tell you right now, this one was a very hard list for all of us. There's there's a lot that there's a lot of people that we we missed on this list that we really really would have loved to get. But Cody, go ahead and break down what what, what it's going to be this week. So today it's a it's kind of broad, but also a, you know specific to a certain uh, genre, I guess. We're going Faded Five animated characters. So this is as me and Fred are big anime fans. It could be anime. It could be childhood shows that you watch growing up. Mm-hmm. It could be movies. It could. There's no a lot hen- of no no hentai for some of my yeah. They, okay. Some well, my, yeah. We did we did lay some ground rules. Some of the some of the you listeners out there, just if you're waiting for that, and and, and you know who you are, David. All right, <laughs> David. Just 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 tone it down. All right, relax. But yes, Faded Five animated characters. I know. I, I kind of threw my list together fairly fast because I knew if I thought about it too long, like Fred did, I was going to have 40 people to talk about. It was, I, it was so hard for and me. And so I, I threw five together really quick, and I know I'm going to be upset when I hear your guys's because I'm going to be like, fuck, I missed that. Oof. But I'm excited to get this going. So we'll let, we'll let the host go first, your number oh, five animated character. I got to go first. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, like, like I said, like I've already said, this was a super hard list. Um, my God, there was, there's a lot of people that I left off, so don't, don't crucify me. Anyone who's heard this, don't get too upset. But for my first one, my number five, and it's my only anime character that I had to, that I was able to put on the list because it just I don't know I couldn't I couldn't get any of the ones above my other picks. But uh, if it's gonna be out of anime, I'm sure my girl knows who I'm picking. It's my boy Killua, bro. One of the hardest niggas. That's valid. That's yeah, valid. Is that, is that, that off of Hunter Hunter? That's from Hunter Hunter, okay, bro. I, I haven't watched Hunter. If you if you watch Hunter Hunter uh, ever, bro, you'll trust me. You'll fuck with Killua heavy, bro. He's a fan favorite for a reason. Okay. He's, it's 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 impossible not to. And there's dude, there's just from Hunter Hunter alone, I can make a, a top five list. That'd be oh, hard to yeah. make. He's so, the Sasuke you wanted. Mm, okay. So see, yeah. See, I don't know anything about Sasuke, but. If if you if you compare him to Killua, he must be hard as fuck. The anime ones might not hit everybody, but the I, I we I think I know Fred's got to have at least one anime one. I, I have an one. anime one, so everybody's gonna get their anime one. Yeah, and I respect that one. I've I've heard Hunter Hunter's a great one. I need to watch Hunter Hunter. It's fantastic. I definitely recommend it. So all right, good number five. Is it is it my turn next? I think so. Yeah. All right, my number five. I'm gonna get my anime one out of the way as well. For all you Naruto fans out there, I had to go to Naruto, Ooh. and it is the. Red Beast of the Hidden Leaf, Mike Guy is my number five favorite animated character. Mike Guy, Mike Guy. If you watch Naruto, you'll love him. He he's a character that he could beat Killua. Yeah, relax. Uh, sh- relax. This guy, one is one of the most pow- one of the most, if not the most powerful character in the entire show, and two is the biggest like dork doofus guy that you want to see get beat up of all like not yeah. I guess not want to see him get beat up but he's just like he, you don't think he's gonna be he's just a goofball you know and then he shows up and whoops the fuck out of people <laughs> so but shouts out Mike guy that's my number five Mike guy all right not too bad I guess my number five I went pretty simple I went with Stitch Oh, okay. Just, All right. Lilo and Stitch. Lilo my guy. Hey, that's my guy. I love that pick. That's like a that good friend. pick. My nigga Stitch. That's a very, bro. that's a Fred pick. Hey, if you thought a nigga Fred in the water when he not ready, he act just like Stitch did when he got in the ocean. <laughs> oh, man. All right. I like it. We got one that everybody should recognize there. That was, yeah, that was a good one there. Uh, all right. This number four one is definitely one that everyone's going to recognize. It's a big one that I, that, and he, I, had, I had to slot him into number four. Cause like I said, you just I can't put him in. He's not as he's just he's while well, he's great, 
my list came down to the funny ones, honestly, the ones I really enjoy. Um, and so my number four is coming in as Rick Sanchez, baby, from Whoa. Rick and Morty. My, Rick my nigga Rick is my nigga Rick is one of the realest motherfuckers that ever lived, bro. It's as simple as that. He's just cold as fuck. I like it. I like it. I uh, yeah, Rick is. I mean, God, and he's just gonna continue to. I mean, one of one of those characters that that show come on and immediately reach the level of like Family Guy, South Park in terms of comedy and being. It was yeah, yeah. their their style is hilarious, and I, I fuck with. And I don't know what the deal with Justin Worthing is. So going forward, what it's gonna be like? But uh, you know, what uh, we got from what, is, from what we have alone is is one of my favorite comics. Pickle Rick of all will time. always be iconic. Yeah, <laughs> Pickle Rick will it's always. Rick. It's already one of my favorites for sure. So my number four, and and I tried to do a lot of uh, side characters here. So none of my none of my guys are really gonna be main characters of stories or shows or anything. But we're going to swing it into a world that everybody knows, everybody loves, SpongeBob SquarePants. And oh. it's not SpongeBob. It is none other than Fred the Fish, a.k.a. the My Leg Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is a fantastic <laughs> I mean, My Leg. <laughs> one of the most iconic characters on the show, and he just has one line, and that's all he is says. It? Yeah, it's just I've, My Leg. I've looked it up, and his name is Fred the Fish, dude. I know. Yeah, I know. That is crazy. That's, uh, that, that's insane. I didn't even think of that, but wow, that is a fantastic pick. I almost put SpongeBob on my list. SpongeBob himself as, as a top five, but he, he had to fall to an honorable mention. Mm. I love that pick, Cody. So many honorable mentions we can go on. Yeah. Uh, my number four, it's my anime pick. I went with Goku. He's the go. Oh, that nigga, Goku. Goku. Another one. I don't, I've don't. i never watched Dragon Ball, so. I know very minimal about Dragon Ball. That one I've like, seen here and there, uh, mostly because of uh, my cousin Kobe, but uh, I don't know too much about it. But Goku, that's a, uh, that's an easy one to see. I know everyone knows who the fuck Goku is, even if you've don't even, never seen anime in your life. That's a name you know. So, I respect that one. Number three. Wait, I just get... want to say, before we get this top three going. Here we go. Yeah, top three. I think my top three is... Bangers. I Ooh. think it's the best top three. I know, no cap. But Damn. Oh, I think okay. I got y'all beat. Yeah. It might, right. I mean, I'm confident in my number one, but my next two might not, or my, this next one's going to be a fun one. So Okay. Okay. So here we go. My number three. And let me just tell you, this is a man that I, I greatly look up to. <laughs> I want you to say I greatly look up to this man. Number three is Randy Marsh. Oh. <laughs> Stan's dad from South Park. Randy Marsh is let me say, one one of the funniest side characters you could ever conceive and think to write, and oh. and and Trey Parker and Matt Stone done that, and they made one of the best TV dads, animated, writ, whatever, one of the best TV dads of all time. Yeah, that's that's a fantastic pick. Yeah, love it, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna be honest with you. Randy Marsh is my number two. Ooh. I, I have a backup number two, though. So we're okay. good. Everything's going to keep rolling. Okay, okay, there we go. My number three, I got my phone hooked up to here, so we're going to see if this works. But my number three, this character is has gotten the number three bit off of one scene and one scene alone in a movie, and it's the movie's Cars. And it is Guido from Cars. Guido. Yeah, I love Guido. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if you guys remember the pit stop scene, but it is all time one of my favorite animated scenes ever. From the Legend. first Cars? <laughs> Uh. <laughs> it's great, man. I mean, <laughs> gone. 
Three seconds time, he changed four tires on a car. That man is a legend. I don't care what nobody says. Guido oh from Oh, my cars. God. I wish you could have gave a visual with that one. I, I'm sure uh, people might know that. That's a pretty popular yeah, clip. So pretty popular. Yeah, That's people, why I figured people probably people know that understand. one from the sound. Yeah, but if you, if you don't know that one, yeah. You, you, oh, my God. You got to watch look, it. Look up Guido from Cars. And yeah. That, that's going to show up. That is just fantastic. That's a good pick. I, li- I like that one. My number three, I went with Rafiki. Oh, from the Lion King. My number three. That's a great. I didn't even think. I didn't even think of any Disney stuff to be honest, man. Dang, that I, I love. To, I had to throw Rafiki in there. Oh, bro, one of the wisest motherfuckers to ever live. Mm-hmm. That's a solid ass pick. Uh, shouts out to uh, my girl's mom's cat, Rafiki. Uh, oh, that's a badass cat. Name. He, he is a badass cat. That I love Rafiki. Shouts out to my nigga name. Rafiki. Uh, that's my homie. Uh, all right, number twos. We get down to my number two, Ooh. Cody. I, you're not gonna because you haven't watched this show, so you won't know this person. Morgan and Fred will know him, and I, I'm sure a lot of my listeners, uh, the, the listeners out here, will know him. Uh, number two goes to one of the realest niggas to ever to ever grace the screen, and he's not even older than ten years old. It's <laughs> Riley Freeman. <laughs> What? The boondock. Fuck oh, you. the boondock. Fuck your okay. accent. Fuck your car. Fuck T. Fuck the queen. <laughs> my president is black and my Lambo is blue, nigga. What do you say? That's gay, granddad. Yeah, granddad. Pause. pause. That's gay. <laughs> oh, bro. If if you Cody, if you get free time, just, as you're going to sleep at night, dude, just turn on the boondocks. It's, I've watched a couple episodes. With you? It, it oh, makes okay. me laugh. It's okay. Fun, okay. So sure. I have. So I don't know if you've seen any boondocks with with me or at any other time. I love the Boondocks. One of my favorite shows of all time. And uh, Cody, um, most of the banger fight scenes in that are at are like copy and pasted from anime. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. It's, it, I mean, it, it is an anime style. Obviously, yeah. it's heavily I mean, anime yeah, inspired. Yeah. yeah. So, um, it, I guess that technically counts as an anime character. So I guess I still only had one. I guess technically I have two. Because, uh, yeah, Riley Freeman. It was hard. It was between him, Huey, and Uncle Ruckus, racist ass. Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> so it was a hard to pick from that show. I wanted to do one per show if I was going to have to pick from my favorites. So if I was going to take anyone from Boondocks, it's got to be Riley. I like it. I like it. So as I discussed prior, my number two previously was Randy Martin. was Marsh. Randy Martin. Got you. So, um, But my backup, and uh, it's, it's going to be on the same thing. An animated character dad. There's only one other dad. In oh the hist- no! One other dad in the history of animated characters oh, that can keep no. up with Randy Marsh. You're gonna take my one. Oh fuck! Damn it! All right, say all it. Right. Just say it. Just say it. Do you want me to? I don't want to ruin it for you. Just say it. I'll all right. My, <laughs> my my number two is Peter Griffin. Oh, <laughs> Peter Griffin was my number one. Oh, I'm sorry to take that from you, but Peter Griffin. Uh, I mean, there's not a better animated dad. That dude. Uh, I watch Family Guy every night as I'm going to sleep. Me I've too. watched it 20 That's... times over. The jokes always make me laugh. It never fails. 100%. I have a backup number one, so that's okay. All right. I'm sorry to do that to you. That's okay. I, no, P- Peter Griffin. I said Randy Marsh is one of the best TV dads. Peter Griffin, <laughs> the best TV dad. Uh, all right, Fred, you're number two. My number two, I'm going with Big Z from Surf's Up. Okay, I fucked with Surf's Up. I haven't watched that one. I need to go back and rewatch that one. Because honestly, that was a good movie. That one was a sleeper hit when when it came out, too. Big money, Big Z. So, okay. I had number one. I had number number one. I had Peter Griffin as my number one. I don't blame you for taking him because I'm surprised he wasn't already said. Peter Griffin, one of my favorites. But if I had to do a backup, I'm going to go double back. It's going back to South Park. Number one favorite animated character it's going to the most glorious sociopathic child you could ever imagine to conceive 
It's Cartman, bro. Eric fucking Cartman. Eric Cartman is an absolute menace to society. He's a, a jackass. A, true, a jackass menace to society. Genius, maniacal, like I said, sociopathical. Entrepreneur. Hilarious. Uh, all of it. All One of, of the it. greatest animated characters ever made, period. I mean, the guy is... Student athletes. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, the, 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 that guy, yeah. There's, you can't watch. Just watch South Park. You haven't watched South Park. Cartman, yeah. Cartman yeah. is Cartman for a reason. Very, 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 very honorable. All the honor in the world. Honorable mention to Butters. Oh, <laughs> shouts out, Butters. Butters one of the best characters, man. One of the most innocent characters ever. Shouts we out. love Butters. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to go a little different direction for night number one. I think Fred might know. Um, we did a little toss back a while back. Wasn't it favorite shows growing up or favorite kids' shows? It was, yeah. Our Faded Five. Does anybody remember what my number one was? I believe it was I Samurai stole, Jack. I stole no. it from you. My number one Fred stole from me was Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah, that's right. Now, I'm about to steal this one for too. Me, oh, it? my for God. Me, I know this, who it is. It's a character that... That touches you. It's a character that literally, if you watch it all the way through, I guarantee you there's a scene in there that will make you damn near fucking cry. Mm. This guy says words that you could live your life by. Admiral Iroh. Oh, wow. I thought it was going to be Aang. Uncle Iroh. Uncle Iroh. Admiral Iroh. If you, wow. uh, that, is one of, that is the best, my favorite animated character of all time. Dude. Wow. I love it so much. I love it. All right, there we go. What, what was that? What you were thinking, Fred? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was also your number one, Fred. No, no, no. Okay. My number one, the same thing that Cody said. He's wise, great with words, Master Uguay. Oh hell yeah! I love it. Dude. I love that, bro. Hey, honestly, one of the coldest fight scenes in animated history as well, too. When the when they were telling it how when the tiger was running full force, strong as fuck, and Uguay standing still, old ass. All he did was bloop, barely touched with the staff, bro. put his ass down, bro. Went to the tree, did some tai chi, and got gone. And was good, bro. Said, this is y'all's problem now. <laughs> no facts, no facts. Hey, that's all. Sure, right that's how I want to die. Yeah. That's how I want to die. Like, literally, as every I'm old as fuck. Everyone, as everyone else needs me, I'm all right. That's it. <laughs> Shh, one with the fade off. Tapped. Like Yoda kind of did the same thing. I'm going to go out like Yoda. You know? <laughs> Teach her, hey, you got to go do some hard shit right now, but good luck. The world counts on you. That little, yeah. that little uh, what is the little panda looking thing? Or not the panda, because Poe's the panda, but the little man. Shifu. Shifu. Shifu, Master Shifu. Yeah, Shifu, he yeah. runs up and asks him, what are we going to do? And he said, we. Hit him with the Magic Johnson me. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> Oh my god, I love, love Kung it. Fu Panda. I think they're making another Kung Fu Panda movie, by the way. Are they? I'm pretty sure they're doing a sequel. Another I, sequel because they've already watched after two. But the I, first two are both fantastic. Yeah, I've, should, yeah, I've only seen watched three. I, say, I, I think I've only seen parts of the third one. I, don't, I can't fully recall the third one, but one and two are good. The first one's the best one, obviously. Um, but they were good. Um, and uh, as we finish out that good, that was a great top five. That was a good category, Cody. Shouts out to Cool Whip uh, coming up appreciate with that it, one there. Appreciate it. That was um, fun. So as we transition from that, uh, speaking of uh, sequels and, and things that keep coming out, um, Marvel's still going. Marvel hasn't stopped. Is and, it? Um, Is it? And I, I, I will say, God, I hate to be the one to have to eat crow and go back on my word and be yeah, so let me, let me see. I just just took it out of the oven, really. Let me go get that really did, quick did and you, break it did for you, you. Did you season it this time? Oh, no, 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 buddy. You don't, oh, you don't get seasoned Christ. crow on this. Did you, did I, can, I, can I eat some Sweet Baby Ray's or anything? Or? I, I'll be nice enough to you because you, you, are, you are agreeing to eat it, so I'll get you some I'll Sweet Baby it. Ray's I'll with that crow. I'll eat a little bit of crow, man. Um, I'm not going to lie. 
I'm I'm a little I'm a, I'm worried about the MCU's direction. I'm worried about the direction how it's gonna go. Um, these the, the the projects they've just been putting out have just been a little bit lackluster for me. Obviously, this does not include Guardians three. Guardians three was a masterpiece. James, James Gunn, Gunn. <laughs> did phenomenal with that, but that's over now. That's done. There's no more Guardians coming out. Um, I enjoyed Black Panther. Wakanda Forever was good. That one was a good movie. Um, but is that gonna be strong enough to tie in with everything else they got going on? I don't know. I don't think that's supported enough with that. Um, it all kind of points to a soft reboot, almost like what the DCU is doing. Like almost they're going to get ahead of it before it really starts to become a dumpster fire. Um, and they're really going to soft reboot it because that's kind of what Secret Wars is about. It's a way to kind of reboot everything to a, a new universe. Um, but I don't know if that's what they're going to do. Um, we had Secret Invasion that just happened. And I'll tell you, it was going good when it started for me. The first couple episodes I really enjoyed. And then, God, I thought the ending sucked. I did not like the ending. I really thought the ending was wasted. I thought it was kind of cheap, kind of a slap in the face, to be honest. And I love Samuel L. Jackson. Loved the whole cast they got for it. But I don't know. The, like It was the writing. Like It, it felt just so, such a cheap ending. Morgan didn't like it either. Um, you know, we watched it together, and it, it, it was the same. Like, started off good. It should have been. That storyline is such a fantastic storyline. Um, I think the comic books that came out in, like, 2013 or something like that, it, it's, a, it's a relatively newer storyline that they introduced. But I mean, dude, it's so dope, and it should have—it should have been a movie. I think should have been a, a two-part movie, like how um, that—I I don't think they should have done Secret Wars yet. I think Secret Invasion should have been a much more built-up, led-up to thing, because it should have been a way more impactful than what it was. Um, and that's pretty much what I feel, and that's how I feel all of the MCU has been lately. It should have been more impactful than it was, save for the projects I mentioned earlier. I went to the movies the other day, and I saw the fucking preview for the Captain Marvel movie that's coming out for the Marvels. Yeah. yeah. That looks bad too. Just the preview was like, I I don't want to see that. No, nobody's hype over the preview. Um, I I th- I thought the preview was all right. It doesn't it doesn't nowhere near me excite me as as it should because I mean these are cool characters we're talking about. It doesn't excite me like it should. And that's mostly because I think Captain or uh, yeah, what was it? Uh, Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel was a uh, yeah the with Kamala Khan. That one everyone hated on that show. Um, I think the show was a little bit. Um, I think it was a little bit undercooked. Should have more time in the oven. It's, um, it's going to be, I, I just like, to see what it seemed like they were the direction they were going with the movie and how it was less serious and more funny. Definitely like, supposed to be goofy, yeah. yeah like, that bitch Captain Marvel threw through, flew through Thanos' ship and wrecked it to the ground. She is one of the all-time OP characters incredibly in Marvel. Powerful. Yeah, incredibly like, powerful. Uh, Miss Marvel is too. Kamala Khan uh, is an incredibly powerful character as well. Um, like, up there with Mr. Fantastic with her powers, but even further because she's cosmic. Um, well, I guess he is too, actually, so I don't mean to contradict myself. Anyway, they're all really strong characters, and uh, yeah, I don't know. My my fear is that they're, they're going to take the writing and they're going to try to force stuff on us that isn't... They, they, they try to be genuine and it comes off as disingenuous. Yeah. That's what, that's what people are like, oh, it's fake woke and the woke mob and shit like that. It's because they try that and it comes off as just, eh. I don't think they need to focus on that at all. Just give us a story, man. Give us mm-hmm. characters with conflict and teamwork and how they have to come together. As simple as that. Um, I mean, like people are so focused on the fact that, oh, it's all women. It's going to be a girl power movie. It's all these guys that feel like they're being attacked because it's a movie about women. And I'm like, what? Like, that's not the point. The point is that they're superheroes. Yeah. And as the motherfucking great Stan Lee said, RIP that man anybody can be a superhero. That's the whole point of this. That's why Spider-Man has a fucking mask on. That's why people who are, oh, my Peter Parker's a Spider-Man. 
Everyone loves Peter Parker. It's okay to love Peter Parker, but anybody can be fucking Spider-Man. My God, that's the point yeah. of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Peter Parker is not going to be over here pressed that uh, anybody that you know. There's other Spider-Man. I, I don't. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. That's the whole idea of it. So um, that's how, that's what I think the whole toxicity is kind of around the whole superhero culture with Marvel and with DC. I mean, no one can be just be fucking happy and just enjoy things anymore for what they are. Yeah. And even behind the scenes, people making these movies, they're trying too hard with that shit. You know what I mean? Don't force feed us down the throat that this is a movie about three women who are empowered. We know women can be strong. Make them strong by giving them a real fucking story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Make, make, that's how you make them strong. That's how... You think Ellen, you think Ellen Ripley in Alien needed uh, the whole pomp and, and uh, you know what I mean? All that. She was, that was just a badass. You, that you, was just a bad. Ellen Ripley will go up against any dude you want to name, dude. You, you know where Marvel, if you look back, what, one thing Marvel, when it talks about kind of empowering women and doing it in a genuine fashion and making yeah. it relatable to people and something that doesn't come off as disingenuous. Fucking Captain America, man. Captain's yeah. girl, the, her whole, I can't even think of her name, fucking, why can't, Peggy, Peggy Carter. Yeah, Peggy Carter. Yeah. Peggy Carter's character in the the original Captain America yeah. movie and the way they portrayed her and, and the power that she had in that time and doing things come off very genuine. Come off like you liked her, you, you liked what she stood for and everything. Right. It's it sh- why couldn't you? Why, how, how do we get so far away from that, man? Yeah, how do we get so far away from that good shit back it, in the day, it, man? It, it's, it's the writing, man. It's the writing, and it's, and it's the fact that just you know, this is dweebs out there, man. The dweebs out there that just you know, tank everything, everything gets review bombed before anybody's seen the movie. That's why you can't, I, I've said it a thousand times on here, you can't take any reviews you read online with with full value you know what i mean you got to go see things yourself people are just putting what they're saying whatever the fuck they can out there just to just to say it for clout you know what i mean just so they can be opinionated and different or however they want to be you no one's actually seeing things themselves i i agree i saw an article the other day and i'm gonna eat a little bit of crow too because i don't know how excited i am about dc anymore either mm. they're gonna have to show me something to really get me back on i'm really, really excited to see blue beetle i've yeah. heard a lot of good things about blue beetle but so far i saw an article right like right when the trailer of blue beetle was released there was a, a little like grab thing. It might have been on Snapchat or something, and mm-hmm. it was like talking about how Blue Beetle was scheduled to be the biggest bust in movie history. Uh, and it was yeah. like the trailer just fucking dropped. How, how can you categorize it as that already when you literally have seen a trailer? Yeah, and, of and a movie, and, it, and and they do it. They do it with so many of them too. It's all the DC crazy, movies, they do, they, they're doing it with the Marvel movies now with all that shit. Like, yeah, they they, they can't wait to get on that. It's that one train. thing. To, it's one thing to look at a trailer and think, oh, I'm not gonna that excited about that movie, or I don't know if that movie's gonna be that good. But to yeah. look at a trailer and be like, biggest flop ever, <laughs> and it's like, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's people. It's nothing but extremes these days. Everyone's fucking extreme. Yeah, and uh, that that that's pretty much all it is. The extremes at the end. Oh man! Well, the, this was good, man. Uh, good episode, a good, good little, good little. Get back into it. It's been a little bit since we've been up, but uh, we but some we, football talk that feels good. To yes, be talking about that football is back, baby. So get ready to hear that every week because uh, we love football. It's not our fault. It's the greatest sport ever made. We just, that's not our fault. It's not. Know? It's not. We did that had nothing to do with us. Uh, so yeah, uh, for Fredwood, uh, Mr. Freaky Fred. Uh, it's TT Fresh on the mic. Fredward has uh, departed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fredward has, has departed for important ventures. He has a meeting with the Pope. Yes. Uh, yeah. For, so for him, for uh, for more money, repping in the back, and for Cool Whip, always chilling, always, always cool. Chilling. Great episode. Great to be back in the podcast room with you all, man. Can't That's wait right. To, can't wait to talk about this football season. That's right. You will hear. You will hear from us next week. And uh, shit, man, I'm gonna be wearing the Eagles jersey. Just know that, even if you can't see me. Go Birds. Uh, All right, with that, we'll say cheers. (laughs)